1: From the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey Coach, uh, welcome to the podcast today. Before we jump in, I would like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, bar none. They are awesome. They rock. Uh, Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off. Um, those machines are sturdy. They they will not break down. They were like my old explorer. They run, 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 run. Um, also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's your one-stop shop for basketball coaches. Um, it's unlike anything out there. You know, you can join all these other courses, but I'm guarantee you don't get their cell phone number, you don't get one-on-one calls, you don't get, you know, hey, Tuesday, I need to call with you. Um, that's what teach makes teachhoops.com different. We have everything you need to become a better basketball coach. Doesn't matter if you're youth, doesn't matter if you're high school, doesn't matter if you're college. We're here to help. We're here to mentor you through this great journey we call coaching. All right, let's head off to the podcast. Go ahead, can Mark.
2: Yeah, I, I use your board one more time? So on a, on a press break, yep. I was simply going to have um, a, a one-three set. One
1: guy throwing it in.
2: One guy throwing it in. Three, three guys. Just, yeah, one, two, three, one person deep.
1: Okay.
2: And just tell them to stay in their lanes: top lane, middle lane, third lane, and just pass, get open, but just try to keep staying in your lane. That's you know, you understand what I'm saying? Just keep your spacing in your lane. Yeah, that
1: would work. I mean, if the ball comes here, what you want is you want cuts though into new. Lanes. Gotcha.
2: Uh, so cut, cut into. So keep moving into different lanes. Yeah. So so
1: running. let's say the ball goes here and is cut here. So then the rule should be cut to cut to the. the cut downward into a lane because then the guy that throws it in can fill the missing lane so this one would come here oh. it would come to the middle this one would come over here so you always want them cutting in lanes
2: oh that's interesting i was think? thinking keeping the inbounder as your is the safety valve the whole time but you don't I would,
1: like this? i mean I, yeah yeah i wouldn't okay. do. because I, I, these are the people are going to be open the ones cutting into lane okay
2: so cut down into lane. yeah
1: cut okay. into a lane the ball goes in here great then then you know you're going to cut into a lane. If they both cut it, I mean, you can one can go down. So the ball goes in the middle. You don't have a problem. Um, it's more when it's on the sides.
2: And then if at the side, you cut into the two closest lanes. Okay. Yep. And one other thing, if um, ideally made ball, closest person uh, just throws it in and we go. But if it is a dead ball, um, just a, a simple inbounds that would ask for a man. Uh, could you can you um, just do a at the free throw, I put one person at the elbow uh, and then another person at the elbow, yep. person the top of the key, and just have them uh, do a double screen uh, for the point guard who is that top of the screen. Is that simple enough, just staggered screen just to get open, or do you like something different just to get the ball in for a man press?
1: Are you going to have a problem getting the ball in? Uh, I
2: don't know. I haven't done girls basketball.
1: <laughs> I think, I think a double screen will probably work. Um, I, again, I wouldn't overcomplicate it. Um, so what, what would
2: you, if you have a three set, like what I had before? I, yeah, I'd you... run
1: sideline sidelines, the best press break ever. Um, it's in my press break stuff in teach hoops. Go look at sideline. You have okay. the point guard. You have the person you want catching it, throwing it in. It, it works. Trust me. It's, I mean, it's worked. I mean, if they're man pressing, you run sideline and, and it will work. You basically, it, yeah, go, go, go watch that video. And then if you have questions, I can get on a call with you. Okay. That, that video it, is- will be better than I can do right now.
2: Is the general is the general rule though? Is just they get it in alignment, three across. close person steps in. You throw. Yeah, it if you're
1: worried it. about getting it in, four across is virtually impossible in a man press to defend. Right, it's impossible. Like because you don't want to get beat deep, so you have a choice. You can either do you can either put the inbounder, whoever's guarding the inbounder back here. Great. Then as soon as the ball gets in, this person's going to get it back, or you know, or you are aggressive and you put somebody on the ball, well, the no, no one's going to play like this, right? Because you just throw it deep. So they're always like back here defensively. So a four across, well, you'll always be able to get the ball in four across. And then if the ball goes here, then people are cutting into lanes, right? They're cutting down their own lane. If the ball goes here, cut, cut, cut. It's like, It'll, you can always get it in on in a four across on a man press.
2: Okay. But as a general rule, do you do the same thing? It's just um, just get, close a person, step out, kick it, and go. And yeah. okay.
1: Boom. It's easy, it's, it's yeah. Again, okay. simple. Simple, simple, simple. TikTok. I should I should I'm I'm gonna start a TikTok offense. Just keep it simple. Less than 30, less than you should be able to explain it in less than a minute. Okay. If you want it to work. Yeah. Go ahead, James.
0: All right. Um, my other question is, um, the gear you have something that you do that I thought was really good with the gear, handing out gear, they have to meet certain ladder criteria. Yep. Yep. Um, so can you specify what kind of gear we're talking about? Cause I wasn't sure. It's my
1: practice gear. Okay. Like that says Memorial on it. It's reversible. It's got shorts. It's everything. They're water bottle, everything. I mean, okay.
0: no, I wanted to know what's in your, I want to know. You've got a practice Jersey. You have, what else do you give them? We
1: have have shorts. We have practice shorts. And you have, I want everybody. It's like, there's, it's their practice uniform basically.
0: Do you collect that at the end of the season? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: I hand it out. I've been
0: too generous. I've been, I've been handing it out and those practice jerseys are like 15 bucks. And I kind of let them use it throughout the year. For summer league and stuff like that yeah i
1: collect it i buy nice stuff and then um it's green green white or green black and then they wear it they got shorts i mean yeah they know they better not show up without their practice gear because it's like you know yeah just makes things faster and easier and um but yeah they want that they want the locker room they want the practice gear
0: yeah so you don't let them go into their team room and stuff until they how about this? Can I, can I do this? I'm thinking of getting some really nice um, shooting shirts. Maybe I could use that as the carrot. You're not going to use these. And I'll show them what, how beautiful they are. And you want this, you're going to need to do the ladders. Yep. Something.
1: Yeah. Carrots are good.
0: <laughs> I agree. I
1: agree. All right. Go ahead, Mark.
2: So coach, you're, say you're practicing, uh, you're going to press makes and misses. That's what you spend all your time in practice and you come up against a team that are much better athletes than, than you are, they're just faster, um, do you adjust? I mean, wh- what do you do in that situation if that's your game plan, if that's how you play, though?
1: Um, I'm going to do what's going to allow us to have a chance to compete and win. So if I think that's not going to work, I'll adjust on the fly. I'll either do it that week and we'll just – we'll throw a one-three-one at them. We'll throw a trapping half-court man. We'll just play pack 2-3. We'll do something. i'm basically
2: i I guess the exception would be if you feel you have enough players that you can tire them out um then maybe you could still go at that plan just because you're out some speed
1: yeah and especially if you're going to play them twice you can always test it the first time to see if it works
2: if they get gas but if if you feel that they're not going to get tired then there really is no other strategy except slow it up or change something up
1: okay yep Yep. I'm going to change. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, what's the definition of insanity? Assuming that you're doing the same thing over and over, it's going to change. It's not going to like, no, it's going to change. It's not going to happen. So I always change. That's why I evaluate after every game, like what was good about that? What was bad? What can we change for the next time we play them? That kind of stuff, especially if we yeah, play that, Yeah.
2: But that is a legit reason to think even if you're getting outmatched with speed if i can wear them out i can catch them at the end that might be yeah a- if you're
1: deeper than everybody else and that's a that's a that's the system grinnell we're gonna wear you down i'm gonna funnel people in and, and right. i'm gonna beat you in the last five minutes
2: right okay
1: i'm gonna be in better shape so that's not gonna affect me because i'm gonna make sure my top five guys are in like olympic shape so i'm hoping right. We right. get sick, then things change. But um, right. yeah. and okay. this is this is gonna be a unique year, I think, with cold I mean coach is a doctor with colds and stuff. I think
0: yeah. I, think there's, some, I think there's gonna be some I think
1: there's gonna be some unique I mean my wife got her first cold. I had one about three weeks ago. Um, my son had one at school. It's like I think these our bodies aren't used to that. <laughs> so um so it's going to be unique conditioning wise. I've been trying to, yeah. Anyway, that's a side note, but uh, all right, go ahead. Gene.
0: How many managers do you usually have per year?
1: How many do I have this year?
0: Yeah, usually six. Okay. So I have three female managers this awesome. year. That's that's a good number, which is, which is a miracle. Usually yep. we don't have, we have one yep. who ends up doing a lot, but I wanted to know what you have you you have a lot of managers what kind of things do you have them do this a year I I mean it's new experience for me
1: everything they'll film they take stats they do the locker room they fill the water bottle they do everything now I don't tend to have them there a lot at practice um, it just depends that's what uh, I'm
0: talking about practice yeah. do
1: you have them at practice what- I, I don't tend to have them at practice just because they're doing other stuff for me and my assistant coaches. Uh, when I have had them there, they're running the clock. They're doing, you can use them as little or as much as you want is what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> um, if they know basketball, then I really use them. Some of them don't know basketball per se. So then it's a little bit harder, but no, I think they're one. I mean, if you go ever go to a division one basketball program and watch them at the college, collegiate level, there's like, 30 of them obviously we're much smaller scale than that but they can save you a lot of time they can be a passer they can do this you know so i can worry about big picture stuff they can it's like it's like an assistant in a classroom they can go sharpen the pencils they can go run make copies they can like so i can go teach which is what i do so that's you got to think about you you are the resource they I don't even know what that would be like in the doctor profession, but it's the nurses. It's not the nurses, but it's kind medical of like medical it, It's, yeah, it's that. They're doing the stuff because your time is so valuable. Yeah. That they're doing the stuff that can get done by someone else. So think yeah. about them that way. And that's what I've always done. All right. Go ahead, Mark.
2: If you're uh, baseline out of bounds, if yeah. you're playing man instead of just playing man and switching on all screens, um, I saw somewhere where someone likes to do a diamond in one. So a diamond on the strong side and one person on the weak side to cover and then just pick up man. Do, do you see that is helpful at all or is that? I've never I've
1: never follow? I've never seen that. I'd love to okay. see that. You have I, a bit. I
2: mean, instead of just, you know, so you're basically setting up to clog things up and then just pick it up. It'd be similar like doing a two, three zone and then just pick it up. But instead of getting backdoored and you know, in you know, because most plays are geared towards man, backdoors, and all types of stuff. Yeah. I, I is that too complicated. I,
1: I again I like keep it simple. Just we're manning and we're switching everything. Just switch on yeah. everything. man, switch, 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 switch on everything, switch. So they know. And hopefully I've done a good enough job scouting that I kind of know they're out of bounds plays.
2: And then the all the person on the ball, do you like to generally just put them underneath the basket?
1: Yeah, I have them open up. I really have them open up, depending on where they where the officials handing the ball to them. So I really want to open them up so they can see what's going on. Um, I have been known to double the really good, like at the end of a game or something, double the best player right, um, right. to make someone else score. Again, it depends on the type of out of bounds play, but um, and we'll zone out of bounds play too. We'll run our matchup out of zone, out of out bounds play too, like our two three matchup. So that way it's clogged in the middle automatically just by where they're starting
2: and then do you um, stay in it or do you switch back to man or just stay I, in it?
1: I do I do stay into it because um, okay. a good matchup looks is basically a man but there's their locations rather than people right. um, so it does work and it confuses them and I like change up so that's that, that kind of gets forces my hand a little bit it's similar to kids getting in foul trouble in the first half. I tend to sit them in the first half because it forces me to get to my bench. So I right. do things psychologically for me that it <laughs> it right. forces me to play more kids. So I don't play seven or, you know, I, I it forces me to play more kids so I can see how they, you know, I do men- little mental games with myself sometimes. James, you're very right. good at unmuting. You've been on a lot of Zoom calls, haven't you? Uh,
0: <laughs> I do a lot of Zoom calls. <laughs> Tryouts. Yep. What do you do with the kid who's a potential player but you already see in summer league or scrimmages, even before tryouts, that they're a difficult personality, maybe getting a little bit of trouble at school? How much, How much, what's the word you used earlier? Grace. How Empathy. much grace do you give? You already know did, there you, could be a problem.
1: With the other players too? Is there
0: problems Sorry, with other I, players? I, I, just when you were complimenting me, I screwed it up. Uh, I haven't seen that. I, I, I got okay. It's I, more I, you in him. It's more you, th- it's more you th- in him. Man. No, no, I got like I got a I got a text this week from the vice principal. Hey, this kid, don't let him go to open gym this this day because he missed attention. And then and then today he knew he wasn't supposed to go to the game or play. And then he's trying to sneak into the game and giving my assistant. I wasn't at the game giving my assistant. It was my JV squad, you know, giving him a little heart, you know, trying to Giving them a little hard time trying to get into the game. I mean, it's like, what are you doing? I mean, a
1: long season. You're picking your family for the next four months. That's what I'll say to you.
0: Okay. Got it. I'll
1: let you make the conclusion from Got that. It. But you're, 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 I mean, it is the most important day of the year. And you're not – and it's and it's, and it's 10 through 15 that's – there if you keep 15. 10 through 15, the heart is the – like, I could walk in all your gyms and pick the top three players out. That's not hard. It's the bottom five that make – whether it's going to be a good season or a great season. Okay, go ahead, Mark. Uh,
2: coach, so defensively playing man, for girls uh, basketball, since uh, getting up, elevating, blocking shots is not as – um, yep. Often, does it make sense to to teach just don't leave your feet defensively and simply hands out? I think it
1: makes. I think that makes sense for every level. To be honest with you, I've had three shot blockers in thirty years that are good at it. The rest of them just foul. So, right. Yeah, I've taught that forever. Don't. I mean,
2: don't leave your feet. And
1: all three of them were ended up playing professionally. They were the shot blockers. They're being paid to play basketball. The rest of them, you're not a shot blocker. Stop it. And the, and the way I do that is you're going to foul, which means you're going to sit, which means you won't play. And that gets to them.
0: That's because they don't want to play.
2: Or if, or if you're closing out, you're, not, you're out of the play and you can't rebound and you can't do anything else. So.
0: There was a play today um, in our scrimmage where we must have gotten killed on it. Now, granted, we've been mostly doing open gyms right now. We're not really practicing much. It's just open gyms and these little scrimmages we do on Saturday. But there was a curl play the team obviously has been working on. Basically, they just kept curling around the guy, and they would pass from the opposite side and he'd get a layup. I'm assuming that we were getting killed. I didn't film that game. You didn't jump to the
1: ball, probably.
0: They're chasing the guy around yeah. the screen. We call, it
1: wheel. we call it wheel. We run that as a delay. Yeah. So if, if you chase me, I'm gonna get a layup and dunk on you. Yeah.
0: Every time. It. Yeah. so is the is how do you beat that should shouldn't they be in help side so you're not even coming yeah, around and, and
1: whoever's whoever's are they are they wheeling off a person or are they just wheeling yeah
0: they're they're wheeling off of yeah a the screen. person
1: that they're wheeling the, the one that they're screening off of he's got to sit and kind of bump and slow them down
0: should they be in help side and then they wouldn't even be doing yeah it? they
1: can you can jump underneath it too that that helps if you jump underneath but yes or swi- that and
0: switching quickly so that mm-hmm. you're not getting. I mean, we got killed on that like eight times.
1: I know, it is crazy.
0: M- more hints on how to stop that. Give me more tips.
1: Uh, you could jump to a zone that would take care of it in about two seconds.
0: Yeah, I was trying to teach a man today. I so. know.
1: So th- this guy's setting the screen, and they're all c- curling Coming over. Around. Yeah. Yep, this person's just going to step out and stop the curl. Because they're not gonna curl that that takes care of most of it. So they've got to jam it. Or you go under you jam, you jam it, you can go under it then rather than don't follow, you know, go this way. Cause what they're trying to do, and then you can just sit right there and meet them. Um, it does work, it's a great play. I can send you a wheel too if you want.
0: Send me the wheel. Yeah, I'll send me the wheel. Might as well join the can't beat them, join them. Send me the work. wheel.
1: It does work. You gotta set that screen high enough, but it does work. Go ahead, Mark. Um and find a whiteboard on this. Go ahead.
2: When we're doing just like a shell drill, we're working on different types of things. If I'm trying to teach people just to uh, dead ball, to jump from a pack line to deny, possibly, is your general rule like if um, somebody picks up the ball, it's dead, um, jump in their face, and then everybody else deny? Is that just a good overall philosophy?
1: Yeah, that's a good. Fl- I mean, yes, I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, all that will all that will work, I think um yeah i would do that okay i don't have much more to say about that (laughs) i (laughs) I think that's good
0: all right so um what we've done i want to talk about tryouts okay so i want to switch it up a little bit this year what we've normally done is we have like a spreadsheet with the names and shooting dribbling coachable each has a column and we grade them one to five I don't know. This year I we pretty much know everybody that's going out. We can we don't I don't even think we need numbers, although I'd like to hear what you do, but I'm thinking since we pretty much know most everybody that's going out, we do a little narrative like you know an NBA draft does. This is, right. you know he can attack the basket, he goes downhill instead of doing these this number game. I'm thinking we get together, we always do anyways. We come together after tryouts and we do a narrative on each player. Easy. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I like that. I mean that that it works. Um, I mean, I, uh, anything like that that will give you different looks. Y- yes, I like the number thing is kind of a joke in my opinion. I do it a little bit just so I have some ideas of ooh, this kid really can't dribble and stuff. But it's more like strengths, weaknesses, question marks is basically what you're looking at. You know, what does this what does this player bring to the team? What do they not bring to the team? and what do I what's my questions on them like can they rebound
2: uh so coach down the line when we get better at man presses and zone presses as far as switching from zone to man etc do you like switching like just maybe on the third pass or waiting until it gets maybe to the corner and a half court and then automatically switching or what how do you
1: do that so you're talking about switching screens or doubling?
2: Screens? No, no, uh, um, pressing uh, man and switching out a press man and a, a zone press. Switching back and forth. So starting like at a two, 2 one and then like third pass, switch to man for the rest of the possession.
1: Uh, yeah, I haven't done that in a while. That's a hard that, – if you can, no, This is this
2: is down the line. I'm just trying to think the things that I can –
1: Yes. Yeah, so uh, I usually like I'll I'll usually do that on a, you got to make it simple. So like first pass, second pass, that kind of stuff, um, something that can make it super easy for them to know that as soon as it gets past half court, we're out of the zone, we're in man kind of thing. I, I it's got to be an indicator that can be, really you know, anything that's not simple will take a lot of practice is what I'm telling you. And so, I have other things. I need so to. So maybe at. that's
2: even an easier thing is you're in a two, two, one press to a pass this out court. And then you jump. And yep, then
1: the we're a man. man. Boom. That's is easy. That how- and that, and that will mess up the other team. Cause you'll be better at it than, and they really won't know the cutoff when the, where the cutoff is. Right. You know, we've done stuff where the ball gets, we're in a zone until the ball gets inside the three point line. And then we match up kind of thing. You got to just keep it really like no questions about what we're doing. Right. Um, it just makes it easier. So
0: yeah, that's much
2: simpler.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Um, continuing on the tryouts. So tomorrow I'm gonna to have a coaches meeting and I basically wanna um this is what I'm thinking, and I'd like to know your opinion is I mean, I kind of have a um already an outline of what we did just recently, three months ago. Right. Um where we go through some drills, um, some competitive drills. And then we we scrimmage and we see what when we look at the guys that were we already know pretty much who most of them are. But the new guys, we want to see what they have. So I want to make it simple like that. Do you have any anything you would want to add to that?
1: Uh, No, I think I think the best way to evaluate them is to let them play. Um, So I I would agree. That's. You got to do some skill stuff. You got to be able to see some shooting and ball handling and stuff, but you definitely want, you know, small sided games, like two on two, three on three, and then you want to see them play. You're right. They can hide more in a five on five. Like the bad, like I've told you before, like I can play with the (laughs) Bucs because they have Giannis. So you can hide me. um, But two on two, I couldn't really hide. Or one on one, I couldn't hide. I'd have to guard somebody. So that's where I think you want to get get some of those small sided games where you know maybe five of the ten kids that you're thinking of they, they're playing three on three, so you can kind of see how they work with some of your better players.
0: How much time would you leave for five on five in the scope of, in the grand scheme of all this?
1: 85%. I got a two hour trial. Oh, two hour one two hour trial.
0: Oh, two. I mean, I'm gonna have three two hour trials.
1: 25%, maybe a little less.
0: So like on Saturday, the I'd run
1: practice. I'd run okay. stuff that you're going to do the first week to see how the kids adjust. A good tryout, you're running part practice, part evaluation, part playing. Got it. Okay. Because I, because I want to see how you take my teaching. I want to see how you pick up things that you don't know. Put it out-of-bounds play in. See how they pick it up. So that's part of the pre-test. Is to see how you interact, how you pick things up, how you do things you already know, um, how you play, how you do that. So you want all of those things in a good tryout, I think.
0: Can I start? Would you Would you say it's okay to start with my funnel defense the first? Sure, day?
1: you could start. You do that. You could work on your offense. Yep. Okay. I don't care if they – I mean, the, the other teams in the league are going to know what I'm doing. I don't care if the kids in our school know. Uh, so,
2: Coach, one of the things – like, we typically, for man, we run a three-out, two to uh, basically a ball screen offense. So, you start yep. with a three-set and two guys on the block. One of the, one of the problems I've always had in the past is kind of telling if the other team plays a one two two zone, whether they're in a one two two zone or if they're just picking up a guy's man, is there any like general? Rule? If they Is,
1: if you if they're following the cutters, they're in man. If they're not following the cutters, they're in zone.
2: Well, so do you just always start your man? Is it just a general? Rule? You just always start your man, and then you you change it from there.
1: I do, I do, okay. I do, okay. and, and and that's my indicator. I'll always throw guys cutting through the lane to see if I if I need it. It's kind of my test balloon to see if they're in. If they follow them, then I know they're in man. Even you All know right. in a matchup, they won't do that. Even um, they'll get out of it. So.
2: Yeah, just always start your man and then you you just
0: if yeah. they yeah. different.
1: Okay, simple. All right. Coach. All right, one two, more, one more, and I gotta go get my daughter dinner. Oh she, she, no, this this is it. Infection. This is it. Okay.
0: Uh two two things. One can will you send us the tape on this? Sure. If you want it, yep. 100%. And number two is when is the next one? That's all I want to know. Uh, <laughs> uh office out.
1: Uh, probably i'll probably try to do one midweek in about a week in not next not this upcoming week but probably the following week i'm just trying to throw them on different days because i threw one on a sunday night i just trying to figure out what the best night for people is so i'll probably do one midweek like maybe on a tuesday or wednesday um so i'll make sure uh you get it because i know you're not on facebook I don't think either one of of you are on Facebook. Thank you, sir. I'll make sure both of you get it. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye -bye. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like. Leave a review. We love those five-star reviews. We're going to leave a one-star. You can skip to the next podcast. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Sports Social Podcast
0: Network. 18 plus.